show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the history of bad ideas, episode number 331. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake eating dinner. (laughs) I'm Jim. I'm the intern. And with us, a special guest this week is Brad from the Cinema Guys. Welcome, Brad. And I'm Brad. There you go. (laughs) Brad is joining us this week. Um, And uh, you were supposed to join us last week, but the quarantine uh, has stopped you from getting Internet in the area that you live in. Is that correct? Well, you know, Internet, my children, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Being cooped up in the house with my family. I understand that. I understand that. Uh, we literally, my wife just did a uh, grocery delivery for next Tuesday or next Monday for Cinco de Mayo on Tuesday. And she looked at me and she said, we just spent $25 on Cinco de Mayo alcohol and food. <laughs> and we got a big that's, old tub of margaritas that's coming. That's it? I mean, really? I mean, that's, that's a, that no, seems like a kill. <laughs> Well, the positive is she got a big ass tub of margaritas, frozen margarita mix. And then she's like, oh, shit, we got to get tequila. I was like, I got six things. I got three bottles of Patron in the basement. She's like, "Okay, we're good then. We're good. (laughs) So next Tuesday night might be interesting on the podcast. So (laughs) my wife may even show up. So, whoa, whoa, I came on the wrong week then. (laughs) You can come back next week. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, well, that's ha- all right. I'll already be back to work, so I'll probably be sick with the Rona by then. Are you going back to work, Jeff? Yeah. On Monday? On Monday. Okay. Yeah. According to the governor's, uh, 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 I don't want to say orders, but yeah, whatever. Brad, I, or- I'm still going to work from home. We've just been told work from home for right now, and then we'll go back later. Yeah, I was told that uh, we're being ultra conservative at our company that basically I'm not expecting us to go back to into the office until um, August, July or August. So, wow, I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that, (laughs) because to be honest, I would not be going back in. (laughs) I can work from home. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. You cannot, Jeff. That is true. Uh, Blake, what are you? I, ha- I tried to work from home, and uh, I just got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blake, how, what are you having for dinner over there? I'm having a Cuban sandwich. 
from Vision Order. Did you order it or make it? I ordered this, man. Oh, okay. I, I made the order. Okay. Now I'm, I picked it up, and now I'm eating it. Okay, okay. Just ask. But, you know, I, I do apologize. We were, we were a little later running behind schedule. You know, I got done a little behind schedule, you know, working from home. <laughs> you know, how rough that is. And then uh, the, the traffic from done. the uh, through the living room was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was it was rough. My garage and driveway. And then uh, I was able to finally get out of my garage and driveway. It was such a nice day. I actually, you know, took the fun car out for a spin. And then while we were doing that, I was like, hey, let's pick up dinner. I'm like, God darn it. OK. I mean, my traffic when I work from home is pretty tough. I got to fight Legos and who knows what on the way down the stairs <laughs> to my desk. <laughs> Uh, I had to get by a uh, freeze tag, a game of freeze tag today. That was kind of difficult today. That was a little mm. rough. Um, well, freeze tag should be all right because they freeze. <laughs> until my three-year-old really doesn't like being frozen. Or <laughs> or he tries to tag the other two older ones, and they, he gets more mad. <laughs> it's, it's a lose-lose. So you're saying he cheats? Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, he is Jason's child, so cheating is always on the menu. Uh, they do not like playing the game of dad wins that they don't like that game either. They don't like that. Uh, Brad, first off, before we get into this, where can we find you at first? Now you can find me locked up in my house. You could do your house if you want to do your address. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the cinema guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at we are the cinema Okay. And what do you guys do? Give we are a movie podcast. Okay. You're just, Three friends, uh, two of us here in Cincinnati and one in South Korea now, and we just talk movies. Awesome. So now now you're a uh, home video guys podcast. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. <laughs> what can we find on Netflix or, you know, find, in quotes, online? <laughs> uh, Rise of Skywalker on May 4th. Coming to Disney True. Plus, Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, we can watch. We can watch all nine of them. I told my wife, I'm like, I think I just might start with one and just let it play all day long. Um, we we've done that at our house. My oldest son and I started that. Don't do the first three. Just stop the prequels. Just stop. Just start with four. There's nothing wrong. No, no, I play them all. I love them all. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brad, actually, I'll be seeing you twice this week. Isn't that correct? You will. You will. We are doing a. Live stream on Star Wars Day next Monday. Ooh. And you asked him? I did. <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> you must have been desperate. Well, it, uh, Star Wars Day was a, a last second because we we release episodes every other week. And since quarantine, we've added live streams in between those weeks on Sunday nights. And we're like, oh, well, Star Wars Day is Monday. Let's just move it a day. And Jason was already coming on for Sunday, and we just moved to the day and said, hey, it's going to be Star Wars instead. See, I was trying to convince my boss that since Monday is May the 4th, that we should wait until at least Tuesday to go back to work, because that's a holiday. And the Tuesday Cinco de Mayo, so we should wait till Wednesday to go back to work. But Tuesday is Revenge of the Fifth, so might as well just go back then. Yeah, and May 6th is like uh, Hangover Recovery Day, right? <laughs> if you guys want to just do a podcast, uh, the Hobie podcast on Sunday so we can get drunk on Monday and Tuesday, that's fine by me. I don't mind that. 
Or we can get drunk on the podcast. That works too. It doesn't matter. It doesn't happened. Matter. Yes. It works. <laughs> In, intern Hackney, how are you recovering after your uh, drunken fest last week? I, I felt fine on Wednesday. Okay, good, good, good. He's, he's still drunk. Oh. You just don't know it. You know, I will say, uh, first off, where can we find the live stream at, Brad, next Monday? Uh, our, our YouTube channel. So just search the cinema guys on YouTube. Okay. We're, we're not one of the fancy YouTubers where we have our own, like, handle yet on YouTube. Ooh. Well, I mean, we're still, we're still too new. I joined la- uh, last one and some asshole kept talking about the Snyder cut and they would, he wouldn't let it go. I don't know. In the comments section and you guys <laughs> completely ignored him. So that was really nice. <laughs> Well, you know, you know how much I I love the Snyder cut, especially like sending you images and just hashtag release the Snyder cut. And it just every fucking week (laughs) I get a text message about the Snyder cut. It's awesome. (laughs) I'm holding out. It's going to come out. I know it is. Well, last week or last episode, you guys were talking about who could play Batman. It really doesn't matter because it's under the cowl in that. And I made a smart-ass comment. Uh, I, I think I actually put, I forget who I put, some smart-ass. And then literally the next person put a comment, and you skipped over mine and went straight to him to discuss. Well, I saw who it was, and so I was like, <laughs> well, no, we're not going to go there. Let's go to the next one. He didn't even see what you wrote. He just saw it was no. you responding and yeah. skipped right over it. I did. I did. I was like, no, I can't. I can't do that. I don't yeah, that's know. Like last week was a conversation I had with Jason. <laughs> Thanks, Blake. Last week was kind of hard with it because I decided I'm going to do a watch party on my Facebook with our feed plus our feed. So, and the comments don't come together in one nice little area. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not a live streamer, so I'm like trying to figure out where to go. And <laughs> I've looked into live streaming. Dear God, is it awful to get through to understand? <laughs> It's it's a challenge, let me tell you. These it's not bad when we're all in the studio because we can do Facebook Live, but then obviously yeah. like this, it is a pain. You have to use two different systems, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. Or if we are, <laughs> we're doing, we're figuring it out later. Jeff's up for that; he's the tech guy. Figure it out, Jeff. Yeah, I'm the tech guy as long as the tech is from the 20th century. <laughs> we have some nice Behringer uh, mixers. Uh, let's start with the important stuff. Jim, how much toilet paper do you have? Uh, we probably only went through about, um, two rolls this week, so we're still good. Okay. And my parents did get uh, a big order on their clickless delivery, uh, their, their grocery delivery. So we can steal some back that we've donated to them if we need to. So Kroger's, the local grocery store, has uh, toilet paper back in for ClickList? That was a, they do Myers. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, inter- we, we had a scare because we did a count of our toilet paper. We were down to six rolls. We are like, oh, crap. we got to go to the store and find some. <laughs> Luckily, Target literally. Some, so <laughs> Literally, crap. <laughs> Yeah, well, Brad, if, you need, if you need some, just go to Jason's house. He has like a hundred and four rolls there uh, of everything. He has a hundred. Then I have to drive everything. to Indiana. <laughs> Not quite. You have to stop right before you get to Indiana. Uh, oh, gas is cheaper than toilet paper now. 
true. Yep. True. Filled up my car last week for forty nine cents a gallon. Nice. Nice. I think we did the cheapest. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jeff. I would say it's the cheapest I've ever filled up my car. Even man, and you're old, and I'm old. I mean, <laughs> I, I was driving since the, the late '80s here, so. But uh, yeah, it was. Well, the, the fact that you get like fuel points now to knock down your costs brought below it ever was, even when I was first driving. Um, Jeff, do you have enough toilet paper? I've got enough. Okay. How many rolls are you at? I think I've got, personally, me personally in my bathroom, Mm -hmm. I've got four and a half. Okay. Okay. In turn, how are you doing with it? Uh, We're set. I think we've got, uh, we've still got our 30 pack of double roll of Charmin we haven't dipped into yet. Okay. So we're we're, we're pretty soft. What's that? That's the emergency fund. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a little worried because I dipped under three digits. I'm at 98. So I'm a little worried. Oh, I'm a little worried. So you, but you ordered, you ordered more or you <laughs> go to the store and buying like seven more, uh, grocery carts full. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're going to have to pull those three seashells out soon. <laughs> he's got this, he's got, he's got toilet paper set up on subscribe for Amazon. So it just automatically comes. It's like supermarket sweep. I just run in, grab that stuff, and throw it out. <laughs> but they limit you to five on supermarket sweep. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, he we, grabs five big things of toilet paper and five hams. And, that's, <laughs> and uh, the four-foot-long sausages. They, that's a new one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get those. Uh, Blake, are you okay on toilet paper? Are you all right? You have more females than most people at your house. Yeah, I, I, I'm really upset that we're focusing on toilet paper when we really should be focusing on the fact that in the midst of all this coronavirus shit, uh, the Pentagon just happened to drop this news story and some video clips that said, oh, you know, we're doing we're dealing with the COVID-19 uh, virus. We've got all this going on and blah, blah, blah. And by the way, here's live video of U of us. Oh, and, oh yeah, coronavirus. <laughs> they did drop it. They're the, really good at deflecting. The news of course drop? they're going to do that. <laughs> I have no clue what you just said. They, uh, they the, had to... They had to deflect away from inject yourself with Lysol. So they had yeah. to, like, hey, here's some aliens. Lysol, and uh, by the way, UFOs are real. And uh, yeah, we're going to be looking at reopening states here soon. And I'm like, hey, hold on a second. Everybody go to Vegas. Oh, oh hey, yeah. everybody go to Vegas. Vegas is opening up and uh, UFOs are real. And uh, by the way, look at all these beaches. California, people on the beach. No, sir, you guys didn't see that news. It's an official Pentagon uh, news release. Uh, where they said, yeah, these are official unidentified flying objects, by the way. And they don't look like the Millennium Falcon. I'm sorry. Oh, unidentified no, they, flying object does not mean alien. It just means there is a flying object that has been unidentified. It's an unidentified flying object. They, they looked like Serenity. They didn't look like the Falcon. <laughs> well, Serenity's better, so that's good. <laughs> we know somebody not, that's not piloting that. He's got a giant spike through his heart. Oh, I'm a leaf on the wind. Yes, right. Watch me Watch soar. Me soar. That's right. See, this whole this whole virus thing is to keep us in our houses because when the aliens do arrive, you know, we won't be out and about. You know, everybody will be scared to come out, and there won't be like rioting in the streets. Y- you know, it's a whole conspiracy theory. 
You know, if the aliens did land, they'd find something on Oak Island. <laughs> well, let's just say this. At this point, Blake, I feel like the Pentagon put the UFO photos out or video out now because at this point, 2020 can't get any shittier. So if aliens showed up in October, it wouldn't surprise me at this point in the year. It really wouldn't. There's nothing else that would surprise me this year. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've been following this, but when the when the quarantines came out, Jay Cutler, you know, former NFL quarterback, and his um, reality TV show wife, that uh, Caravelli uh, lady, were sending out all these Instagram things like, oh, we're stuck in the U.S. Virgin Islands with our hair guy. And we're posting drinks of them working out on the beach. Hey, we're quarantined. Woo, this is fun. Just this <laughs> week, they both put out uh, messages. We uh, regret to inform everybody we're getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, uh, yeah, are they still in the very quarantine of the Virgin Islands? And what is what was up with that hairdresser, dude? <laughs> Obviously, there's more to the, you know, more to that story that we need to uncover. There was a article about two weeks ago that um, there was a honeymoon uh, couple that was uh, honeymooning on a private island, like the ones that you see in, um, you know, on Facebook, like with the huts basically overlooking beautiful water and all that, you know, all that. And uh, they basically, they were, I'm trying to think, I think they were Canadian? And, um, or I forget what country they were from, but, oh no, South Africa, sorry, South Africa. And they were the last people at this resort for two weeks, and because, except for the workers. And the workers had to stay because the government of this tiny island said, if somebody's there, if your guests are there, you have to stay. So all these other people got uh, out of there, except these two uh, people. And South Africa was basically like, you're on your own. Have a good day. And <laughs> because they went to this island literally like three days before everything was shut down. And so, and they said, you know, they, they uh, started a GoFundMe because they lost half of their savings because the resort was still charging them. <laughs> For all this, oh, 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 <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, all you do is turn off all your credit cards and squat. You could do that too, but I don't know if this place had really good, you know, law enforcement. I don't know what the, would happen to these people if you did that. <laughs> but it was funny because they're like they finally South Africa is like, well, you can get on this plane along with ten other uh, people from South Africa that's in different resorts around there. But it's going to cost you like eight to ten thousand dollars because it was a private plane each. So they couldn't do that. And then eventually <laughs> the South African government, after like two and a half weeks, they're like, fine, we're going to move you to this other resort that you only have to pay for your food. Have a good day. But they said in the meantime, they were at this resort for two to three, two and a half to three weeks. And obviously, I think they said it was over nine hundred dollars a day per person. And so they were just paying. They had to pay. And they said at the end, the resort was giving them a discount. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> so it was 10 <laughs> Boy, those, those, uh, it's almost as good as those, uh, eight people who were in India when they shut down the entire country and they were from out of the country and they end up, uh, hiding out and living in a cave for three weeks. Oh, oh yeah. They had to go rescue them too, didn't they? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they pick a cave? 
It's the Kim Il Jung thing to do. <laughs> I thought that was a coma. <laughs> <laughs> He's not dead yet. He's not dead. Uh, you we, know we of. don't know that. <laughs> Was he ever alive in this past year? It wouldn't surprise me if he's been dead for a year. Uh, uh, he was sure. Uh, intern, you're a big uh, Bengals fan. How did you think the Bengals did in the NFL draft this week? A plus. Okay. Poor, uh, poor Joe Burrow. Poor Joe Burrow. Why, why poor Joe Burrow? When he comes and they win like four division titles uh, in the next six years. Man, you guys, I'm sorry. Well, the division yeah. outside of ruin, Baltimore, the division career, and you'll never be the same. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. This isn't the Browns. You keep forgetting that. Uh, okay, Blake. Right. How did the Browns do on your the draft? How did no, they do? Honestly, being a Browns fan, I have no retort for that because we've been through 25 <laughs> quarterbacks. So, uh. touche, touche. I yeah, saw the a Bengals, article. Bengals had three starting quarterbacks pretty much for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I saw an article today. Uh, the Browns re-signed uh, one of their wide receivers from last year. Greg Higgins. Higgins. Yeah. So since 1999, they've drafted 24 wide receivers. This He's the first one that they've re-signed. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Wow! Oh, I believe it. We they, we we've whiffed on so many uh, receivers. It's it's, it's pathetic. Yeah, it's, it's not like Pittsburgh. We're not like the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. Fuck them. Where they can sit there and draft a receiver in the fifth round, and he becomes a star. You know, they they got a talent for picking out receivers. Uh, the Browns don't. However, they did say that this was a decent draft for the Browns. So maybe Andrew Barry and Stefanski may be bringing some kind of stability to the organization. But like any other uh, sensible, sensible Browns fan, I believe it when I see it. I, I like how Blake was like, well, you know, the Browns usually whiff on wide receivers in the draft, especially also with quarterbacks, defensive ends, cornerbacks, running, back. <laughs> running backs. <laughs> oh, you had Joe Hayden. Those tigers in general. <laughs> running backers. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Yeah, all that. Uh, my Cardinals did OK. I was pretty happy with that. Hey, Cardinals. we drafted a kicker. Seems to be doing all right. You did? And the Browns did last year. <laughs> we eat the kicker still on the roster. Um, hey, he made it through one full season. That's a good quarterback next year. <laughs> Is he a white supremacist kicker? Yeah, the Patriots oh. drafted. No, he doesn't have any three percenter tattoos or whatever, like that one jackass. Yeah, he uh, he came out today and said he's having that tattoo removed. What happened? Yeah, how, how can you sit there and claim stupidity? He's like, well, I just thought it looked cool, so I figured I'd put it permanently on my body without knowing what the fuck it was. Hold on, hold on. What's going uh, on? When you're when you're from the sticks of West Virginia, that's just something you do. Time out. That's What's true. He may, not, he may not have realized it was a three. <laughs> you ever J- heard of this, Jason? Yeah, no. Jason needs his story tell, tell me the story about this NFL player. The Patriots drafted a kicker out of Marshall. Okay. The guy has a three percenter tattooed on his arm, which is a uh, white supremacy symbol. Mm-hmm. And he's getting, and the Patriots are getting blasted. He's getting blasted. 
<laughs> is it a real white supremacy symbol or one of those circle game white supremacy symbols? It's a real white supremacy symbol. Do you think he's not rich enough to be in the 1%, but he's rich enough to be in the 3%? Maybe that was part of it? <laughs> I, th- yeah, I think he's, he's going to have enough to be in the 1%. <laughs> yeah, that. After, he get, after he got drafted, he's just going to have two of the notches taken off. So Because now... He's can he NFL, just put like so a can... one in front of it and get make it thirteen percent? Thirteen percent. Yeah, stupid. why not? <laughs> well, he'd have to put an X because it's uh, Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> so is he part of a white supremacist group allegedly? Well, he's from the hills and sticks of West Virginia, so probably allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Not to stereotype anyone, but... Allegedly. Uh, did we just lose our West Virginia listener? They don't have electric anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, fine. Uh, Brad, how I'll do tell you... tell what they don't have there is E85 gasoline. <laughs> they don't have 85 gasoline? <laughs> or D85? E85? When you rent a car that runs on E85 gasoline and you're driving through West Virginia and you find out no place in West Virginia has E85 gasoline, it's not fun. (laughs) They don't need any of that hippie gas. They also don't need teeth. Allegedly. Optional. 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 Thank you. It's not needed. Brad, you're, for some reason, you're a Denver Broncos fan. Um, I am. I am. Uh, and a, T- a Tim Tebow fan, right? I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed his short stint with the Broncos. They beat the Steelers in the playoffs, right? That was a great moment. That was uh, so, Everyone was a Tebow fan that day. Exactly. Uh, so how did you feel about your Broncos draft? Uh, pretty good. Like, they, they draft a lot of weapons to help Drew Locke, so... We'll see how that offense is this year. You guys do get a lot of offensive weapons in that draft. You just kept going yeah. for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys may give up. So if you po- throw enough stuff at the wall, something will stick. Exactly. Just throw it up and whoever can run under it. <laughs> Denver may give up 35 <laughs> points, but they're going to score 42. <laughs> so that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> is that a good mentality to do? Because that's what the Raiders do all the time, too. <laughs> it's and true. the Raiders and the Raiders did draft like three receivers in this draft this year too. Uh, yeah, and their first pick was the fastest guy in the draft, so it was uh, it was uh, a full on Raiders pick. <laughs> I did like the Bears drafted their tenth tight end. Like they have ten tight ends on their roster, so that seems well. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Or not the what's that? Well, with tight ends, it's great because they can block and catch. So you just throw them all out there, so the Bears, and you won't know where the ball's going. The Bears are just going to have eight or four linemen as tight ends. That's it. Four tight ends as linemen. That makes sense. I can see that. So no, they're not going to have any. They're not going to line up any receivers. They're going to line up everybody uh, <laughs> on the line, or right, you know, right behind the line. Step on the line, and they're all going to be staggered. they're going to be running goal line uh, offense all the way down the field (laughs) I love doing that Madden they're going to run the wishbone oh (laughs) the wishbone Um, so I did like the NFL draft because it was the um, that was all online I actually enjoyed it Uh, I like seeing my Arizona Cardinals coach live in uh, you know the Scarface house Uh, that was kind of (laughs) cool 
Um, I think he, my, uh, the Arizona Cardinals coach, uh, Cliff, might be a drug dealer. I'm not sure yet, but uh, his house is pretty damn impressive. Um, but uh, What, was he sitting on a throne made of cocaine? It was a white couch. He might have been. It was a white yeah. couch, so it might have been, yeah. They uh, covered it. And then, uh, of course, there was that, yeah. one, that one douchebag that was wearing a robe when he got drafted. The wide receiver. Yes. Ugh. Jeez, well, and then the Giants coach, he put on his mask in, in the house by himself. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, should we I be did. wearing ours? <laughs> I did see something did about enjoy, him. Like, I did enjoy the, uh, the, draft, the draft videos where the, uh, like the girlfriend has to get herself into the picture. Or there, there was the one draft video where she's, in the picture, hugging him like, ah, and you see like the mother grab her and yank her out of the video <laughs> feed. I thought that was awesome. I did. Well, do you see the one where she grabbed like the guy's phone and he like snatched it back and gave her a look like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was something you guys sent uh, sent on the message board or uh, I saw on Twitter, but uh, it was. Oh, look at all these uh, girlfriends sitting next to these guys getting drafted. It's cute that half of them think they're going to be there at training camp. (laughs) (laughs) In 10 years from now, we'll be playing Who's That Skang? That's right. (laughs) Thanks, Ted. (laughs) I did did like seeing um, the guys that, you know, they they treated their moms, right? Like the one guy, uh, he always told his mom that if he got drafted, he would walk her on the red carpet. And since they obviously didn't have one, he made his own red carpet at the house. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, well, that was actually uh, he he bought his mom a new house. And he had the carpet rolled out in front of her new house, which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, there there were a lot of good there were a lot of good feel good stories. You can see, you know, that you can see where uh, some of these folks have came from, you know, really modest means, you know, because mm-hmm. of the living rooms that they had set up. And you could tell a lot of these people had a lot of stuff cleared out on purpose. And then uh, you could tell who rented a place to stay for the weekend. <laughs> you know, some of that stuff looked like weekend, uh, you know, condo stuff. And it was like, Airbnb. No, it was, it was like, it was pretty cool seeing you know, like a lot of these people, you know, with their mom and dads and their families, rather than, you know, with some kind of goofy ass entourage and, and in suits and walking up to the stage, you know, they probably should, you know, do this more often, you know? I did like seeing uh, uh, people that got drafted, the ones that had giant parties, but everyone had to go into the other room to avoid being on camera. So they looked like they were, you know, under 10 people. You would see people bring yeah, like, there, cameras There was always out. some jackass sticking his head out from the yes. back behind there. Every single time you, know. you would see like seven people. Yeah. So I was like, I think there's more than 10 people back there. I, I can almost guarantee it. Yeah, there's. That's true. Every once in a while, you can see the NFL uh, handler, the NFL handler, yeah. you know, in the sh- in the shot. Then he'd be like sidestepping out, <laughs> you know. But no, um, there's a lot of good feel good stories when you when you see them with their families and they get drafted and everything's good. And then you see like the quarterbacks, like Eason and From, you know, with their family, you know, they're a little bit more well to do, and they all look pissed. Well, yeah, because they kept falling in the draft. And the best part is, like, it's the Aaron Rodgers story, but worse because he just uh, he only fell to 22. But like seeing all these quarterbacks fall and then you have a camera in your house so you can't even escape it on day two or three. You are literally there. I think I would be picking up that camera and sending it back to ESPN. I've been like, here you go. You're done. Day two. I'm not getting drafted. 
<laughs> What's that, Jim? I did like the. You, you can always tell those guys to leave <laughs> the cameras. Yeah. You have that right. Yes. I don't know if I would have even ever asked them to or let them come in. If I wasn't going to be one of the top guys and. You knew those guys weren't going early. Well, they showed something before the draft uh, that ESPN sent out 60 or 80 cameras, like a setup, uh, that they yeah. don't have to send cameramen there. And basically, they just asked the guys, hey, can you set it up at your house for reactions? So they were showing yeah. it beforehand. No, I'd be saying no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I, if you're, I mean, if you're from, when did you think you were going to go? Yeah, Seriously. I should have stayed in for another He wasn't year. a first-round pick, and if I'm not going to be a first-round pick, I wouldn't have said yes at all. Yeah, but hey, the one pick the Browns have nailed in the past 20 years, the one pick you can't deny is Joe Thomas. And he was on yeah. a boat. And and yeah, exactly. You know what he did? He was like, screw went this, fishing. I'm going fishing with my dad. And they left yep. the phones and everything there, they went fishing, and when he came back in, they're like, oh, you're, by the way, you're drafting number five with the Browns. Okay, that's the way to do it. it was he on Jerry Jones' uh, yacht? That looks no, something out of <laughs> that looks something a rowboat, out of, Jason. It was a rowboat. Oh my bad. <laughs> Jerry Jones looked like okay. he was in a, a bad nineteen eighties movie. He had this giant yacht with a I don't even know what the fuck was behind. He looked it. like he was in a he looked like a Bond villain. Yes. Oh, he is. <laughs> Doctor No. He looked like a Bond villain, and he had and he couldn't hold his own phone to talking to it. He had to have his lackey old hot chick and young hot chick to hold it for him and the best part was is when the young lady goes to hold the phone for him he starts talking she realizes she's holding it backwards she's like oh and she has to turn the phone around for him and hold it out for him to speak it to <laughs> you had one job uh brad uh moving on here did you have anything that you've watched recently honestly since quarantine i have watched less than i normally do is it because of homeschooling yes yeah absolutely is (laughs) there's a lot of bond movies that they're playing back to back i mean i you can't escape them i've probably seen the most bond i've seen in the past several weeks i did i did see the new trolls movie which was really fun and the the kids love that stop it it was fun jason it was fun fun Fun. it was it was fun Bond, James Bond. Uh, you can get my uh, review of Trolls 2 up at uh, nerdly.co.uk. Um, no, it was not a fun movie. It was barely oh, the it first absolutely one. was. <sighs> it was. I enjoyed it more than the first one, and I, I mean, I liked it. So, interesting story today. Trolls 2 made more money. Uh, the studio did Universal out Trolls 2 going straight to video on demand than they did it with the first one. Trolls 1 made 154 million. Uh, Trolls 2 just passed 100 million, but the big difference is that um, Universal gets 75% of the cut uh, for video on demand as opposed to 50%. So they said Trolls 2 will be a moneymaker. They made 100 million in uh, rentals in three weeks. That's pretty impressive. They're they're talking about how Hollywood might use this more, but if you look at it, yeah, it it did big. But what else was there to do? Everybody's at home. Correct. Everyone with kids probably rented it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why we did. Yes. Yeah. You know, a family of four paying twenty bucks. Okay, it's cheaper than going to the movies. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's what my wife and, and I said. 
we're a family. You can't of, go to the movies, so hey. Yeah. Yes. And that's what my wife and I said. We're a family of five, and it's like it costs us, you know, even on the matinees and that, it costs our man like because you yeah, still get exactly. So it's like I think even minimum it cost us thirty bucks. So it's like well, okay. I like to see like once everything's kind of back up and theaters open, you know, say next summer, mm-hmm. try this and see if if you get like the same effect with something. I because think, right now you don't have anything else. I think the you Tiger might get, King. We've all watched that. I think you might get. I think you might get some of that with kids' movies. I don't know if you would get that yes. with, with regular movies. It, it would be hard because how many how many of you have rented uh, Bloodshot since it came out? It's a terrible movie, by the way. I heard you did. <laughs> I haven't seen sure. Bloodshot, but I watched a lot I of Bond. Rented it. <laughs> Blake and his Bond. Okay, Blake, real quick, which Bond of, yeah. that you've seen did not do well? It, like, has not aged well? Uh, any of the Sean Connery rapey ones. <laughs> <laughs> so all the Sean Connery ones. All, all the Sean Connery ones. <laughs> Pretty much. Entrapment. The only Bond movie, the only Bond movie I'm Although, interested in. Last night they had, a, they had a, a bunch of uh, uh, Roger Moore ones back-to-back, which was uh, – which was kind of cool. They, you know, the For Your Eyes Only was pretty decent. Moonraker is just goofy. I, I just so, I mean, worst Bond movie of all. Worst Bond movie of all. But then uh, A View to a Kill, you know, it was pretty cool. And that did kind of remind me that is the best Bond song I like because of Duran Duran, A View to a Kill. I always thought it was a really good Bond song. Wasn't So I did some research on it because it came out in 1985 and I went, hey, 1985, that was, uh, didn't, that was the power station started up. What was up with that in an arena? And so that was the last song that they all recorded together before they split off yeah. to the separate projects and all that. Yeah, as a five sum, that was the last thing they did before they split up. And yeah, and, and, that and was, be, you know, well, until they did their reunion album. And yeah, well, they, they came back and they've almost all been back for a little while, but then it all fall apart naturally. <laughs> I about the uh, George Lazenby Bond. George Lazenby, you know, I actually kind, of, I actually like that one. He, that's one of the best. I, I really Bond. enjoyed that. I, yeah. I think it's because he was the first to replace Sean Connery, so he had that feed, he had that beat back, and then you had uh, Bond gets married. I mean, yeah. and they're like, fuck that, you know, because he's supposed to be, I guess, uh, back in the sixties, he's supposed to be rapey or something. I don't know, but <laughs> you know, settle it down. What the hell? But uh, no, I, I like that. You do a kill, by the way. No, only Bond song to go to number one. So, in, in, Skyfall so. didn't go to number one. Only, only Bond song to go to number one. Wow. Or at least that's what Wikipedia told me. I mean, isn't that credible? <laughs> it surprised me that Skyfall didn't make it. That was pretty popular when it was out. Do you think the movie posters that uh, they oh, put but up... Beaver is probably number one that week. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, do you think the movie posters they put up for Bond films in the 1960s were the rapiest Bond yet? Come see it. Do you think that was one of the selling points? I don't think that would probably be go over well. I, I'm just guessing. Um, no, those, those those older Bond movies don't age well. They don't. No. Um, I saw Bumblebee. Especially, especially, which one was it? Doctor No. Where he Dr. goes? That was the they, first one. Yeah, where they uh, uh, would do the Japanese. Makeup on him? Oh, I, wasn't I that Doctor No? I don't yeah. remember. Those early ones were together. I, I can't me. remember. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't fly these days. 
I, I still say ninety yeah. percent of what I've. Uh, I like Bond films, but I couldn't tell you ninety percent. Like ninety percent of them, I feel like they all blur together. I couldn't tell the difference in them. I really can't. They they do until they rebooted and then they modernized them. So, and I like those. Them. Actually, those are actually pretty decent. He he actually bleeds. You know. Um. <laughs> Uh, I, I saw Bumblebee, the Transformers film. Um, it was that did well. It was better it, than the Michael it, Bay ones directed. It, it was it was good. It was it was, it was my, my kids enjoyed it. It was directed by Travis Knight, who did Kubo on the Two Strings. So That's maybe. a great movie. I I uh, I thought there were some uh, interesting plot points, like. You know, these kids go and uh, the stars go and try to save Bumblebee from a um, military institution after he gets captured. Spoilers. And there's no military except for one one scientist and the two bad uh, bad guy Transformers. And I'm like, where's the military blocking this? Like, there's nobody guarding this place with these two, you know, with this alien Transformer. Eh, We don't need guards. And then John Cena was a little rough. Uh, Sorry, John. It it was a rough one for him. I was not... uh, he was not good. He was not good. I'm I'm really curious to see how he does in uh, Fast and Furious Nine. Is that when they go to outer space? Uh, no, <laughs> he's just, not yet. He's just gonna. They're gonna try to fill him in to be like that fill in for Paul the Walker rock. and The Rock, kind of like that type of character. And I don't I don't know if it'll work. I don't. He's. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Fast series. I love the Fast movies, but yeah, I did. That that's the movies that I've been watching the most. It feel like because they're always on. I've seen Tokyo Drift probably six times during quarantine. Like I feel I feel Hobbs and Shaw. It wasn't my favorite of them of like any in that universe. And this new one seemed to take that Hobbs and Shaw and like like they got to ramp it up every movie. And you're like, how ridiculous can the next one be? And it's like, all right, yeah. what's next? Hobbs and Shaw is just the rock saying fuck you to Vin Diesel. Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, I don't like you, you don't like me, but I brought the I brought the franchise back to life and you don't like it, so I'm going to get my own movie out of it. Yeah. Pretty much. Jeff, I feel like me and you are like I think we've only seen the first two maybe, if that. Um, I feel like me and you need to sit down once this is over and start watching these again. Ooh. That's going to be tough because it's not the style of movie I even like. I, I, well, I don't we have an intern for. There you go. <laughs> he likes them, though. Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 I can't really... wait. What's that? I said I can't wait until after 10 so I can watch them chronologically to see how they all fall into place. Oh, wait, is this time? So three happens after 10. <laughs> is that what it is? Uh, so Tokyo Drift is a prequel. It falls in after seven or six, I think. Six. It falls in after yeah. six. Yeah, but it's technically it's the third movie to come out in the series. But it, you know, timeline they, they made it that way because they the actor that plays Han they wanted to keep him in the series. They loved him, so they're like, well. We'll just put this one after. <laughs> Maybe if we wouldn't have killed him off so soon. Well, he's coming back in nine, so. Yeah, he's back in nine, so. He's a robot now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hobbs and Shaw, Idris Elba was pretty much a robot. 90%. <laughs> His penis is Who knows where the series is going to go? 
it will turn into Transformers by the end. The cars will transform and they'll just fight each other. Or they'll end up in space. Or the or both. Yeah. <laughs> uh Jeff, I did watch Suicide or not Suicide, uh Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey movie. Oh, okay. I it was okay. It was fine. I mean it, it, it Mountain was fun. There wasn't anything yeah. anything deep to it other than just fun. I, Bird, I, birds of Prey with their five minutes. Oh, five minutes of Birds of Prey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was yeah, my issue. Much all Harley Quinn. Yeah, I would rather have been more Birds of Prey than Harley Quinn. I, I didn't like that they made Cassandra Kane totally different than what she is. Uh, I was not a fan of that. Uh, she's awesome in the comic books. She's a kick-ass assassin. They they made her a thief, basically. That wasn't uh, even good at a fighting. A mouthy teen. Yeah. Yeah. I, wasn't she like a quiet assassin versus a mouthy teen? Yeah. She. Um. I believe she couldn't talk. In uh, they did something to her throat uh, when she was a kid, and so she couldn't talk. Oh. Uh, so this might have been before. This is her before she became uh, an assassin. I don't know. Before they ripped out her voice box. She was awesome as back. The Batgirl series is awesome. Uh, that's about seventy issues. I think I got the whole run, and it's awesome. But I was I was not a fan of that. Uh, it was enjoyable though. Now bear with me. I did throw my back out, so I was on muscle relaxers on Saturday night when I was watching it. So I fell asleep with 20 minutes left, <laughs> and then I woke up, and I watched it the very next night. So I finished it. Um, so that might have played some factor into it. I just, it wasn't bad. It just, it was kind of like Shazam. So, like, I enjoyed it. So you watched you watched the Harley Quinn movie, fell asleep, and then you came back and watched the Birds of Prey movie. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's probably a good way to put it. <laughs> I fell asleep, and then I guess I woke up, I don't know, 10 minutes later, and I looked over, and all of the Birds of Prey were together. And I'm like, wait a minute, what is that? <laughs> because uh, Montoya was getting her bulletproof vest on or whatever, and I'm like, what the hell just happened? I was like, I think I fell asleep. <laughs> I think I was out. <laughs> so, I, it, oh. like I said, it was like Shazam. I enjoyed it. I mean, it you could fun. do a lot worse. It was, it was fun. Yeah. I. This week I turned on one of your favorite movies that I've never seen before, Jason. Time Machine? No, I've seen that one before. <laughs> no, uh, Moulin Rouge. Oh, I love Moulin Rouge. Love it. I absolutely hated it and turned it off after an hour. <laughs> and I only watched an hour because I'm like, this has to get better, right? It's awesome. I, like, every, I felt like I was watching the Polar Express with you saying, from this point on, it's going to get better. <laughs> And it never did. And then I clicked to see, like, oh, there's, what, 10 minutes left? I'm like, there's an hour eight left? Fuck this. Oh, my God. Uh, I really wanted to like it, but, man, no. I will say the first 20 minutes is a little rough. Um, it's like Solo. The first 20 minutes is rough. The rest of it I enjoyed. I got through the 20 minutes. And then a half hour, and then forty minutes, and ah, oh, no. I'm like, maybe you need to be on muscle relaxers. It would have made it more enjoyable. <laughs> that would have worked. What <laughs> uh, did, did Stephen Tyler show up as an elf? No, no, oh. I didn't get that far. Okay, good. <laughs> Jim, have you seen anything? This week I rewatched uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Did you? Yeah, love it? It sounds like you're in Kim Jong Un's bunker. 
Yeah. He is. <laughs> we woke him up. How is he? How is Kim? Is he uh, in I, a vegetative state? He's sleeping. Oh. <laughs> Forever? <laughs> he sleeps a lot these days. <laughs> uh, so how and, was- um, I... I I still enjoyed it. Um, again, there's a few things I thought I could have done differently, but overall, it was a movie. <laughs> it was a movie. Put that on the the poster. Yeah. Jim yeah. says it's a movie. It was a movie. <laughs> this is a movie. Uh, I I started wa- rewatching Star Trek: The Next Generation, and I am shocked that it got a second season after how bad the first five episodes were. <laughs> Uh, pretty much even fans of the show say the first season is, is rough. It, it is horrible. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the, go ahead, Jeff. I, I just heard they were talking about they were making the show and like they had some specific instructions from Gene Roddenberry on what they could and couldn't do because like the future is supposed to be like no conflict. And it's hard to make a show without conflict. And there were like a lot of things that Gene Roddenberry told him, like that wouldn't be in the future. That wouldn't be in this universe. So they had to write shows without conflict. Uh, I felt like the same way, Jim, about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I couldn't get through the first season. I really struggled with that. And I wanted to like it. And I, God, yeah, Buffy, I went back and saw the pilot, and I'm like, oh, my God, I know Xander is a main character, and I want to kill him. I don't think I can watch this show anymore. I tried to watch Buffy. I couldn't do it. I couldn't get through the first season. And I heard, yeah, it gets better after the first season, but it's like, do I have to Do I have to watch those, like, 20 episodes or whatnot, though? You got to get to the, the musical episode. That's one of the best ones. I could probably agree with that, but I mean, can I just jump right into and watch the good ones without watching the other ones? It's like Firefly. You get through the first season, it, oh. Oh. Second ah, season was much better. Too soon. <laughs> second season, much better. The second season Speaking of Nathan Fillion, have have you been watching The Rookie this year? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all, I, all caught up. I, I'm caught up. What do you think? I think the second season has been fantastic. I really, I I've, I've enjoyed it a lot. And even my wife yeah. was like, she was kind of on the fence. She liked the first season, but nothing great. And she's like, this second season has been a whole lot better. I really, uh, we really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I wish he wasn't in. Um, I do miss that. He's not doing like, I don't know, like smaller jobs, like taking down smaller criminals. I feel like every other episode is all oh, the dr- biggest drug pain in LA. It's like, eh. right. yeah, but when you're, when you're good, you're good though. He's been on the job nine months. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he's, he's good. good. Sunday's episode was incredible. Um, uh, you know what? I may be an episode behind then. I don't think we, I didn't know there was a new one. Yeah. yeah. It was a pretty good one. Okay. It was really good. I'm one episode behind then. Um, the show just needs more Allie Larder. I agree with that. She, Any show with Allie Larder probably needs more Allie Larder. She's leaving yes. the show. Oh. Uh, she's got her own. She star, well, more, well, who knows now, because uh, she's starring on her own uh, show. I forget on what channel. I think it's CBS that picked her up for her own show, uh, which is a shame huh. because I really like her character. Well, Sunday uh, makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. 
never mind. Uh, let's get to the Twitter poll of the week, because this is in honor of Brad's hatred of the DC Universe <laughs> films. Um, let's see here. Yes, my you, hatred of them. Uh, you can hear or see or tweet us at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, what is the worst DCU film? Uh, we have Justice League, Batman v Superman, Man of Steel, and the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Uh, because Superman 4. That's not part of the DC Universe. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Uh, in last place, which is kind of surprising, even though it's never been released, the Snyder Cut of Justice League got 5% of the vote. 5%. Well, it's not a surprise that it's last place. It's the best one there. Because they never showed it. Hence, better than those that they have yet. shown. Yet. More Steppenwolf, Jeff. That's what we need. More. When I was watching Justice League, we, Jeff and I both kept saying, God, I would love to have another Warcraft villain in there. Please get him in there. Please. <laughs> I, want, I want more digitally removed mustache. Oh, that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was bad. Uh, in third place, uh, Man of Steel at 14%. So congratulations of the film's release. You're not the worst. Uh, let's see here. And that, in my opinion of that list, that's the best one. Uh, I did walk into the room tonight and uh, my son was watching Doctor Strange. And all I saw was he was Stephen Strange was falling with his red cape. And I really thought for a second I had a panic attack that he was watching Superman. And I said, what are you? Are you watching Superman? And he's like, Dad, you know me better than that. I was like, OK, good, good, good. OK, I taught you well. <laughs> You're not raising those kids right. Ugh. Everybody in my house, even my three year old knows not to not to talk Superman. Um, and then winning 45 percent to 36 percent. Justice League was the worst over Batman v. Superman. It, it is the one that I, you know, enjoy the least. Batman v. Superman, especially the extended version I love. So there's how much longer is the extended version of Batman v. Superman? Um, about a half hour. Oh, God. <laughs> but if it's a half hour of good stuff and makes the movie tolerable, it might be worth watching. There's there's more of a storyline of Clark Kent kind of investigating the bat in everything that's going on, kind of adding to that story arc that they kind of tease and then kind of... Now, do they have just the uh, those scenes put out so I can watch those without watching the rest of it? I'm sure somewhere on YouTube, <laughs> I'm sure you could find them somewhere. <laughs> is there any DC, is there any cut of the DC films that just has the Flash and Batman in it? How about that? <laughs> Specifically, the Batman fight scene when he saves Martha. That's it. That and the Flash. That's all you have to do. And I would be fine with that. I I will say Batman v Superman. That did have the best Batman fight scene is when he does save Martha, Clark Kent's mom. That was a great scene when he goes into that warehouse and starts beating the shit out of people. That's a true Batman fight. And then the rest yes. of it happened, you know, so. Ugh. Okay. We'll agree to disagree on everything. Did you like Shazam? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Okay. That's how I'd, I feel like everybody was. I'd honestly rather watch Justice League than Shazam again. Nope. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> no, I need more I, Steppenwolf. Matter of fact, Shazam. I just... Justice League was on like last week or something turned on and just watching those 
people try to escape in that pickup truck, and I just wanted to kill them all myself. <laughs> I'm like, why, why are we even showing these people? Why would they show them the entire time? Because they were just a distraction to the whole movie. But you, Jim, you can watch that movie and know which scenes are Josh Whedon's and which were Zack Snyder's when, uh, they, when they cut it together. I, I really enjoyed Man of Steel when Kevin Costner, you know, told, you know, Clark Kent, who could save him from the tornado. No, no, just stay there. Just stay there. And then it was like 20 minutes later and the tornado still wasn't at the truck and he still is OK. <laughs> and I'm like, you could have crawled away on your bad leg, Kevin. Come on. No, no. It was like Austin Powers. No. Out of the way. Get out. Go. Go to the left. Go. Or here's an idea. Jump in the truck and hope that you survive that. I don't know. No, no. We're just going to stand out here. That sounds good. Uh, And then he fights Zod and destroys the city and breaks his neck. Another reason I hate Man of Steel. Every fucking superhero film is now ruined because we can't have a population get destroyed. Oh, no, heaven forbid somebody might get hurt. <laughs> Batman v Superman, um, let's go fight at the docks. It's after hours. My biggest though. my biggest problem with that whole breaking the neck thing is that's like right out of like a Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman's the one who broke the guy's neck in the comic books. Yeah. And it made a lot more sense. And then they used it for Superman. And screw you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so we're going to have a watch party of all these movies is what you're saying. <laughs> you know what? You get a live watch part live stream of uh, Batman v or Justice League together, Brad. Jeff and I would do it in a heartbeat. Jeff, we could do this. We would. Oh, we would. We would. We would. What? We would? Only if he could do it like Mystery Science Theater or done in something like that. That's that's done. Done. <laughs> of course, I think Brad would mute us <laughs> five minutes in. Fuck these guys. I, I, I don't know what happened. My, my finger slipped. <laughs> my fingers hurt. All right, we can move on now. Let's talk watch parties and watch movies. How's Pompeii? I don't know uh, how I can be an optimist. <laughs> I don't know how you, you can promised me get those. that if we, if, if we crowdsource and bought it for you, you would watch it and you still haven't. We still we have it. watched it. Well, the first no, no, you didn't. It's, a, it, it's an awful movie. I, I have seen it. <laughs> we watched twenty minutes, and once they got to the dead horse, it was like, oh man, I don't know if I can watch this anymore. It, hey, Jim, and no, our, you just started playing games at that time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> In our defense, we were going to watch Pompeii this uh, another night, Jim. Instead, uh, Jeff and I decided to watch Zombievers. That was a better choice. Better choice. We were not planning on watching Pompeii at all that night. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> Zom- Zombievers is, you know, good, cheesy fun. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. And nudity. So, and, so until you watch Pompeii, I am going to yell at you every week. Thank you. I want, I want a Pompeii 2012 double feature. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Well, intern uh, Hackney has no taste in movies. I'm sure he would watch them. I would not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Blake. Start off with Pompeii, then finish it up with Caligula. 
Ooh, Caligula has por- uh, has nudity in it. I was going to say porn, but nudity. That's at least. Maybe what? we should watch Cleopatra then. Does that have nudity? I doubt it. Oh, it's Elizabeth well, that- Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Any movie that has nudity makes it better. Even Terry Bradshaw on Failure to Launch makes it better. Nope. <laughs> you can finish nope. it off with, with Showgirls. Oh God. Most accurate. Yeah, that's a classic. Don't 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 knock on that. Showgirls, the most accurate sex scene in a poll. Perfectly done. Sure, of course, she's also having a seizure, but it's it's very similar to it. Uh, okay. I actually saw I actually saw a headline, and it was uh, it was about uh, I I almost sent this to you. Mm-hmm. It was about movies that have actually gotten more appreciated over time, and Showgirls was the top movie. Oh God. Well, it couldn't get any less appreciated from when it first came out. I, th- I think it's just it's become like that cult classic type movie. Like people love to watch The Room. That same reason they're like yeah. Showgirls. Let's watch Showgirls because or Starship so, Troopers. So bad you can just make fun of it. Hey, yeah. that's right. Yeah, Some of the dialogue in that movie's horrible. Jeff, you said it was to appreciate it when it first came out. Those theaters were packed when it first came out. <laughs> Oh, people went to see it doesn't mean it was appreciated. It was a lot of fun sitting in a packed theater and yelling and making fun of the movie and everybody appreciating the comments. <laughs> the comments were appreciated. Sure. <laughs> Speaking of Elizabeth Berkeley, you know, they're they're coming out with another Saved by the Bell revival. And it's got everybody except the kid in jail. Everybody but Screech. Everybody well, Screech but... and uh, the one girl. Um... Oh, Lisa's not coming yes, back? Yes, Lisa's not coming what? back. They didn't ask her to come back. Lisa was the best part of the show. Lark boy, yeah, but that, the, had... plastic, the plastic surgery it really, really fucked up her face. Oh, I don't think I've seen her since Lark, Saved by the Bell. Lark Voorhees kind of went a little nuts there for a while. Um... Yeah, she, she was uh, bipolar. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, well, then I feel bad now for saying that. Well, thanks, Brad. <laughs> yeah, you should, jerk. <laughs> Fine. Send your complaints. She went crazy. It depends on which day. <laughs> Send your so complaints. They bring to... back T.K. Carter. Yeah, they bring back Miss Bliss. What about Leah Remney? <laughs> Is she coming back? Why not? Scientology. Yeah, yeah, but... better to do. Stacy. Uh, uh, what was her last name? Caruso? Caruso, yeah, Keebler? something like that. Stacy Keebler? No, no, no. Mm, those legs. Are they Tori's mom. Yes, yeah, Tori Spelling coming back. Not Tori uh, Spelling, the character Tori. You guys know uh, Tori way Spelling too much. Girl. <laughs> I never thought I would ever say this, but Jim, you know way too much about Saved by the Bell. You should really get that checked out. <laughs> Kids are my age. When they went to college, I was my freshman year of college. <laughs> Is Lyle Alz- Alzado coming back? Oh, that was a college. It was okay. Lyle Alzado. Oh, it, it was Bob Golick. It was Bob Golick. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. It's fine. They're both dead. Joel Moonfry going to come back. <laughs> Who? Joel Moonfry. Oh. Monkey Brewster. Monkey Brewster. Yeah, they're doing a. They're doing a Punky Brewster reboot yeah, too. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Is the dog coming back? I think I don't think that dog is alive still. Blake, are you ready for some listener feedback? I thought you'd never ask. 
Okay, so <laughs> do it, Rocky. He Pella. finished his dinner. He's ready to go. Yeah, this week's uh, bomb listener feedback brought to you by Land O'Lakes marketing team. Uh, All right. I, I got it, Blake. I got the joke. <laughs> All right, from uh, Doug. How much could the Patriots have gotten for Gronk if he weren't the 24-7 champion? They would have gotten less. $69. Ah, 69 the fact, the fact that he is the 24-7 champion is the appeal to go for. <sighs> poor, poor Mojo Rowley. <laughs> He's, his, his money, uh, they just changed him from a villain to a good guy because of Gronk. Well, going back to the villain. Uh, I have no clue what you just said. Mojo Rowley. <laughs> He's a wrestler. Uh, Brian, are you upset that Kane Valsquez or whatever his name is, it got released yeah. today? Real bummed. Yeah. Yeah. So, very devastated. Uh, they said they, the contract they signed him to was three years, $5 million. And they, a year or total? Total. Oh. But he well. still was one of the higher ones, but they cut him. They, they said they could, there's a clause that they can cut you anytime, obviously. So, and well, he was, yeah, in, I mean. What's the point in signing a contract that you can get cut and not get money for it? I'm sure there's a buyout or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there has to be. I saw that uh, today in the, in the news, Jameis Winston signed a one-year contract with the New Orleans Saints. And the best comment that I saw in there was, watch, now I'll start throwing the Buccaneers players. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll never see the field. <laughs> They're signing him to see if he's got any insight into uh, what Tampa may or may not be good at. They signed him strictly because he's got talent and they want him to sit behind Drew Brees and learn from him to see if he can pick anything up from him or change his game. I thought they they picked him up to uh, learn from Taysom Hill. Probably. Uh, (laughs) Winston's just like Bond, less rapey now. Oh, sorry, sorry, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, sorry, allegedly. Well, he's got more rapey, is he? No, I hope not. I mean, I mean, do you have to say allegedly? Because, I mean, otherwise, then you're saying it's as opposed to being more rapey. <laughs> uh, and that seems to yeah. be worse. Yeah, yesterday ESPN did have a highlight video of Jameis Winston throwing to New Orleans Saints. The deal was done yesterday, <laughs> but I think they signed today, but yesterday it was reported. So they kept on showing videos of him throwing the Saints players. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. Yeah. What else you got? Well, when you set a record for interceptions in a season. All right. Next up from the dip man, the dip man. He's such a responsible uh, father figure now. He is. He is. Does Jim have an up on how many writers are still on the awful Cincinnati streetcar? <laughs> Did the virus do anything to ridership? Did it make anybody pay for tickets? I don't know. Okay, first things first, happy belated birthday to the dit man. That is true. Hey. And um, I have not seen the streetcar because I have not been – doing that commute but from what i've read um no one is riding it uh they're talking about shutting it down until the pandemic's over since no one is visiting downtown (laughs) well and well no one's allowed to ride it are they 
They are. Oh, I thought they, they it was something that they were uh, not allowing people to ride it because of the pandemic. No, no. All the public transportation, they, they cut hours and stuff like that, but they're still <laughs> but no yeah. one's riding it and um, if they if they shut it down, there's a chance that it'll cost a whole lot more money to get it back up and running again. So, so they're afraid to shut it down. It's cheaper for them to operate it, pay the person and run it every day with nobody on it, than it is to just park them in a garage for six months or whatever and then bring them all back out. Um, yeah, I think it's economical. Or, they're actually going to save money or, by shutting it down. It it could be was the thing. They don't even know if it's going to, what it may or may not cost because – they don't know what they're doing with the fucking thing. For a lot of listeners that are not in Cincinnati, basically uh, we have a streetcar that goes three miles, 3.8, I think, uh, around. It's a three-point mile loop. Yeah, around Cincinnati. It only goes, it only stretches like a mile and a half. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's 3.8 miles, but it goes, it pretty much backtracks uh, down and ups, uh, like just a block away. So the loop it's, is pretty much covers miles. But not, not all at one time. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't go by the convention center, which is the best thing that it could have done where everybody's at. Yeah. People staying at hotels near the convention center who want to get around downtown, that might have been a good thing. But no. So if no, you were, they have to run it by Fountain Square. Twice. Uh, within a block of the other. Yeah. So it's yeah. going on either block of Fountain Square. <laughs> and you know what? The convention center would have been helpful, especially in September at the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 11th through the 13th. That would have been awesome. You could have taken it there. Uh, get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Uh, they are the Highlander of Comic Cons. There is only one. So guess what, people? You want to go to San Diego? Fuck that. Come on over to Cincinnati. We got well, it. San Diego is not happening. So. Exactly. You got nothing out there in California. <laughs> Come to Cincinnati. It's still not canceled yet. Uh, so September 11th through 13th. That's a great tagline. Uh, I did talk to the owner of the, the uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo, and he did say that he may start marketing it as the Highlander of the Comic Cons just because of our conversation last week. He, he very much appreciated that. There can only be there can one. There be only one. <laughs> <laughs> when you win by default <laughs> is the uh i saw the uh the whorehound is still uh scheduled for the end of May. since i whorehound yeah it is maybe maybe uh brad when is that one at the end of may the last weekend of may oh so uh it's a memorial weekend yeah it was originally supposed to be in march and then they rescheduled it to may yeah but I have, I, I have tickets ahead. to it. But I, even if they if it goes on, I, I, I don't know if I'll yeah. go. I don't think I will. But I your tickets, I, if you buy tickets, they're good. I think for a year to any of them, so you can go to the one in Indy, Indy. or the one next year with that same ticket. That's cool. So as long as you don't use the ticket, you can go to the one of the other two. So in other words, uh, it's at the end of May. So in other words, since I comic ex- uh, expo, the Highlander of comic. Con. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think all the gonna... guests from that one should just wait and just come back in September and then. 
<laughs> you know, all oh, good. Ohio's governor, Mike DeWine, did say that everything, all closings uh, under, you can't have uh, parties of more than 10, except for the horror hound in May. You can go to that. <laughs> he specifically <laughs> said that. And the Comic Expo. That's the two he said. So get your tickets. Uh, Hobie will be there, and so will the cinema guys. What else? We will be there. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest, if it gets canceled, we're still going to the convention center and just hanging out outside. We're just going to have our own We'll be on the corner (laughs) six feet apart. Yes. (laughs) And masks. (laughs) Have masks on. (laughs) Who wants to play trivia? I got Funko Pops. Oh, there's some (laughs) prizes. You know, the good news. There we go. See, look at that. We got Bronco mask and Bengals. Uh, I, I will say if we if they don't do the expo this year, which they will, but if they don't, we're going to have a whole lot of fucking Funko pops to give away next year. <laughs> no, they're they're going to because it's going to be it's going to be a fun year this year. It is going to be a fun year this year. Uh, Cinema guys and Hobie are teaming up. So what more do you need? What more do you need? Uh, That's right. Also, on a side note, someone else is celebrating a birthday today. Uh, we're not going to say anything because he may call into the show for a couple minutes. So just want to let you know we may have another guest coming on here in the next couple minutes. Uh, let's see here. Blake, keep going. What you got from uh, Sean? Uh, next, we got uh, Sean. How is Bill O'Brien in charge of everything in Houston? Of course, I asked the same thing about Jason with his status on Hobie. Assholes. We're, we're Will, O'Brien, Will O'Brien is just slightly more successful than Jason. Yeah, we're ran about as well as the Texans. So, <laughs> so side note: uh, Jim just got traded to the Arizona Cardinals for a second round pick. Sorry, Jim. Sorry. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. I traded and you. This was, <laughs> and this is a deep draft for podcasters. <laughs> He traded you to the graphic novice. Oh, that's not even in existence. <laughs> okay, fine. We, we traded you to the cinema, guys. We get Justin. We don't even get Brad. We just want Justin. <laughs> what else you got, Blake? All right, next we got um, uh, Pete. Just Pete. What is your Mount Rushmore of factions in wrestling history? All right, I'll tune out. Minutes. Okay. Well, intern, you got to have. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Heart Heart Foundation has to be on there. Yep, that's one of mine. I would think the Four Horsemen have to be on there. Four Horsemen. Uh, NWO. NWO has to be on there. They brought DX. DX. <sighs> That's four. So you got the, the flock. The flock. Raven's flock. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Acolyte. The Acolyte is only two. Um, I, well, I think everybody that that, that uh, Undertaker turned, so you'd have... Uh, Gangrel. The, yeah, Gangrel. Uh, Edge and Christian. <laughs> Viscera. Yeah, Vistras, along with uh, Bradshaw. What about the Dudley Boys? Uh, See, I I think you have NWO, I think Four Horsemen, um, is uh, is the Shield up there? No. 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 What about the Blue World Order? Oh, Blue World. (laughs) 
Um, Intern, who did you have? So the ones I wrote down were the Heart Foundation, Four Horsemen, DX, uh, the Bullet Club. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Japan. Uh, and then uh, Nexus. Ne- so- and, the, and the Spirit Squad. Oh, I love the Spirit Squad. It's only because Dolph was in it. You know what? I think Bullet Squad, you could make an argument. I think that's a good one because I think you could put them above the NWO. I mean, it says, I it just says wrestling history, so. Yeah. They're, you can't make an argument for somebody I've never heard of to be on the Mount Rushmore. I'll put it that way. Jack, How about the Varsity Squad? Oh, Mike Rotundo. Kevin Stevens, Mike Rotundo. Uh, yep. The Steiners. Steiners, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Evolution. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm tired of giving Triple H too much credit. Which yeah, is, Evolution pretty much came out of DX, though, right? They uh, were before DX. No, after. Oh. After. They were after. Yeah, because they had was, Orton, Bautista, and Triple H and Ric Flair. That was after um, DX. Because yeah. DX was after uh, Triple H's Blue Blood run. Yeah, yeah. And Jeff, no offense, you don't know many factions anymore because you stopped watching when Kamala retired. So it's okay. Just re- it's okay. Well, one nobody recent should be in the uh, you know uh, Hall of Fame or whatnot. They're just too recent. Mm-hmm. Spirit so, Squad. Spirit Squad is about as late as it. Anybody who came out after Spirit Squad isn't eligible yet. Wrestling cheerleaders can't go wrong with it. Brad, Brad, who's your faction? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know that much about wrestling. I, I know NWO, and that's it. So Brad sent me a link to the top 30 wrestlers of all time ranked, and I sent him back like six mess text messages like, I don't know about this. What about fucking Harley Race? He should be on there. What about this pick? What about this pick? And he's like, I'll be honest. I I don't know any of these guys outside of Ultimate Warrior. I just thought you might like to see it. I was like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) He got me all fired up, and it's like, oh, there's no one to talk about it. (laughs) He snidered me. Uh, (laughs) I know the wrestlers from when I was a kid, but that was it. Uh, Blake, what do you got? What's next? Oh, let me tune back in. Uh, from the <laughs> what? From the cinema guys, the cinema people, the cinema peoples. He said, uh, "Which actor would you?" Uh, wait, why am I reading this? Read your own damn question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which actor would you take their filmography and replace with Keanu Reeves? That's easy. Nicholas Cage. Oh. It, can you see him in uh, what's the one with the bees? Oh, bees. <laughs> Wicker Man. Wicker Not Man. The, the bees. The Wicker Man. Well, I mean, Keanu Reeves isn't that good of an actor to begin with. So, yeah, I could see him doing oh. Nicolas Cage's bad movies. Put him in face off? Face. Oh. <laughs> I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> I'm going to go the opposite direction with this. I'm going to say Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want like to see him. see him as Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> he would he would have done really good in uh I am an oil man. In what movie? <laughs> what movie intern? 
Gangs of New York. Oh. He would have been, made a good Bill, Bill the Butcher. <laughs> put, put him in Last of the Mohicans. I, I want to see him in my life. No matter life. where you are, I will find you. Whoa. <laughs> I said uh, I said Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, but he can't run like him. <laughs> yeah, that would improve no, all Tom can't. Cruise movies. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Nice Mitchell. You can watch us on YouTube just to see Tom Ryan. Cruise running. <laughs> How does he jump onto a plane? You got to do that, too. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. Uh, I was going to say Michael Caine, but that was me. I was going to say Michael Caine. Michael Caine. From people. Just want to watch the word burn. Yeah. Whoa. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, he would be real good in Hannah and her sisters. <laughs> Jaws 4. <laughs> is that a shock? Whoa! <laughs> the only way you know. Oh, I thought you were still doing Michael Caine. <laughs> was that Jason Statham? <laughs> I think it was like a man. Put put him in Jason Statham's movies. I punch a shark in the eye. <laughs> you didn't even kick a shark, you bastard! I went to the make to watch him kick a shark, and he didn't fucking kick a shark. Uh, That's your fault watching The Meg. It was a good movie. I still don't know why. He wanted me to go on opening night with him to see it. (laughs) Jeez. It's on HBO now, so you you should watch watch it for free. Watch it, intern. It's really good. Really good. Top of the line. Uh, Wrap this up here, Blake. What do you got? Uh, Professor number one and doctor number one says, what is better Kevin James film? Here comes the boom. Or the zookeeper. I'm out. Here comes the boom is better. Paul Blart, mall cop. Well, if you go off the board, sure. <laughs> Here comes the boom. That's mine on those two. Fuck those movies. <sighs> Fuck those. At least so I, I was really torn in with this one because Stallone is one of the voices in the zookeeper. So that's my top two actors in the same movie. Kevin James and Stallone. So, but here comes the boom has Salma Hayek. Mm. What if you put Keanu Reeves in all of Kevin James movies? <sighs> they'd, they'd I don't think it would work. <laughs> you would lose every fat joke. <laughs> oh, oh, but yeah. he still does the jokes. And then, <laughs> well, yeah, but then they would have hit. to wear a fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not marrying you, Larry. I'm a firefighter. <laughs> Or I'm not marrying you, Chuck. Whoa. I'm a zookeeper. Look at that walrus. Whoa. I'm the president of the United States. Get the Pac-Man creator on the phone. Pixels, wow. You just sound like Eeyore. (laughs) Isn't that what Keanu Reeves sounds like? Well... Uh, to Jason's credit, uh, if you do an E or you are kind of doing Keanu Reeves. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Let, let me let me step away. <laughs> That's for Neil. Let me let me get it in. Brian, how drunk are you right now? <laughs> uh, actually, I'm not that drunk. <laughs> not yet. Do you feel like the quarantine has made you drink more? This is all around question. 
uh, last I've no. drank, I've drank a lot less. I've spread it out mm-hmm. over the entire week rather than working all week and then going out on Friday or Saturday night okay. and having, you know, doing it all in one night Blake, or over the weekend or whatever. Blake, have you drank more? Uh, surprise, surprisingly, no. I've actually been pretty disciplined. I, I've probably only been getting uh, maybe a little tipsy on Saturday nights. Okay. That's a bit it, a bit it, but... I, I I did schedule, uh, you know, my trainer since he's out of work. He has been uh, doing like fitness in the park uh, things. So uh, where we you know have different stations and we do rotate, you know, ten feet apart, social distancing stuff. And mm-hmm. and uh, one of his sessions, he's got you know maximum of ten people is uh, Saturday morning at eleven. So that kind of cuts into my drinking on Friday nights. <laughs> Uh, Brad, have you drank more or just harder, <laughs> harder stuff? <laughs> Honestly, I, I have not drank more. Okay. It's, it's, you know, all that stuff, although I should, maybe it makes schooling easier. Uh, my wife, I'm not kidding, uh, texted me yesterday at 1030 in the morning and said, is it too early for a beer? Uh, because homeschooling was not going well <laughs> <laughs> at that point. See, I can understand, you know, homeschoolers having to drink more. Mm-hmm. I definitely see that. Yeah. My wife realized uh, we were not uh, we were not made uh, to uh, <laughs> uh, be homeschooling people at all. At all. That's because you're an idiot. <laughs> Dude, I don't do it. Trust me, my wife doesn't. Yeah, I, I'm not doing it. I'm working. I'm still working 45, 50 hours a week. <laughs> so, I, James, I mean that with the most amount of love. I know. <laughs> you know what? I would say I miss it, and we should really get together. But oh, we can't. That's a shame. That's a shame. It's a shame. Well, there are less than ten of us, so we're. Technically, we are allowed to gather. You know what? If my wife would let me build a bigger studio, I would have said yes, we could have done it. But she moved it in like six inches, so we can't. And it's now an eight by ten. We can't do it. Too small of a studio. Sorry. <laughs> so next week, back to the studio. Jackpot. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, Gas is so cheap to drive out to your house now, Jason. <laughs> it's cheap. Uh, Brad, we're coming to your house to film or to record next week. Okay. We have plenty of room. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know how we talked trolls earlier and how successful it had been? Mm-hmm. Did you hear AMC has officially banned Universal? They are not going to show any of their movies because they broke the window. Wow. Well, to AMC's. Uh, doubt though uh they're not showing any films right now <laughs> exactly so the question is and they're getting you, ready to file for bankruptcy they're yeah. hurting, so when universal actually comes out with the next big blockbuster will they still refuse even though it's going to make the money aka fast nine sure <laughs> <laughs> although the company I worked for at one time decided to stick to their principles and not show Star Wars Episode Three at my location because uh, they were mad at uh, the Fox. How'd that work out for them? Uh, well, the next year we had the highest rise uh, of that weekend from the previous year. 
because we were only one of two theaters that didn't show Star Wars. So yeah, the next year we threw, had huge numbers. You killed it in comps, man. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Universal oh. did say that uh, they are looking at their next movies that come out. They're going to do video on demand and um, yeah. they're going to do film by film, but uh, make a choice. But they're going to do both video on demand and in the theaters. That's where AMC came at them because there's supposed to be an exclusivity window for three months from in theater to digital. And all this over Trolls 2, which is hilarious. (laughs) Is AMC one of the theaters that's selling popcorn? What? I don't think they are. So I I know like uh, the Kenwood Theater, Marimont, Esquire. Yeah, all the Esquire theaters are. They're selling pop, the movie popcorn to people. They can come in and buy it. They're doing like the big giant bags. Yeah, it's a, it's oh, a really? giant bag. We bought a bag last week, um, and it's like this huge bag. Uh, and you get a, a buy one get one free ticket for when they like reopen. Yeah, uh, I was like, I miss the theater even more because smelling it and going, oh, just how much? So, I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead. Um, Kenwood, um, Erica's aunt works there. Mm-hmm. And they've had both of their machines running from the time they open till the time they close, keeping up, trying to keep up with the demand. Yeah, they've it's been really, really big. Yeah, we have. I mean, we have a relationship with the Esquire, and okay. talking to them, they're like, "This has been bigger than we anticipated. Like, it's doing really well for them." I was like, "Awesome!" That's How awesome. much is the big bag of popcorn? Twelve dollars. Wow, not bad at all. That's they like said it's equivalent two large to, bags. <laughs> I think they said it's equivalent to like three or four of their large tubs in one bag. So, oh my god, I'm in. It, it's a lot of popcorn. I'm in. C- can you get Junior Mints too? <laughs> <laughs> now, is the Esquire popcorn better than the popcorn that uh, they used to have uh, where I worked? Because I hated our popcorn and I couldn't eat it. I mean, it's it's pretty good popcorn. They they've won uh, awards in the city for it. So okay. Do they sell liquid butter on the side? Because I would pay twelve dollars <laughs> for that liquid butter just by itself. You mean that hey. oil fl- butter flavored oil? Whatever. I don't yeah. care. It's amazing when you put it on popcorn. That's nasty. Oh, that's you, you can you can buy that at the grocery store. Add it to your click list. Oh, Ooh. pour it on there. <laughs> Our Cinco de Mayo uh, grocery bill just went up. <laughs> I got butter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or you just get a stick of butter and melt it. <laughs> and pour, oh, pour hey, it. there you go. <laughs> uh, Jeff, can you give me hey. an uh, intro for News of the Geek? It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, per deadline, uh, because there's no real other news going out there, uh, Venom... Let there be colon. Let there be carnage is no longer. Let there be colon. (laughs) (laughs) Colon blow. Uh, Venom colon. Let there be carnage is no longer opening on October 2nd this year, but rather June 25th, 2021. Uh, That's the new. That's the title. They finally released it. So obviously Woody Harrelson is playing carnage. Uh, Cletus Cassidy, the serial killer that gets Venom's offspring. Uh, Andy Serkis is directing it. I keep forgetting that he he's directing it. He's got to be better than Mowgli, right? I don't know. I haven't seen Mowgli. Ugh. Mowgli was probably pretty good, but yeah. we don't know because it didn't have 
you know, John Favreau's uh, CGI bear. Oh, that's right. Uh, the Batman, Matt Reeves, the Batman is opening on uh, October 1st, 2021. So they pushed that back. And Venom, I went in, Venom went into Batman's old slot. Dickie Vale. Uh, let's see here. Um, and that's about it. That's all about it. Tom Hardy is reprising his role as Eddie Brock. Woody Harrelson, like I said, is Carnage. Uh, they did say that Spider-Man may make an appearance on it uh, because I've had so much time they may just add him in, but I don't know. Uh, Brad, did you? Why see, not? Did you see Venom? I did see Venom and thought it was. Eh. So it was like it a had... DC film. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, it means better than a DC film. <laughs> oh, oh, I good yet, times. I have yet to see it. Uh, but d- d- you said you lo- you said it was okay. It was okay. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll go see the new one. I'm, when it comes out, but because was Venom R was that rated R or PG thirteen? I think it was rated R. Was it? I can't remember which they did. I think they might have gone PG thirteen, and it it would have done better if they went like R or even a hard R. Just go all in with it. Carnage. Uh, what's that? I'm looking it up. I would say with Carnage, they need to go. A rated R film. PG thirteen. It was Venom. Was PG thirteen? Yeah. I mean, Carnage is a serial killer. He kills everyone. He has no mercy. His backstory is evil. I mean, you have to go with it. Um, I, I'm worried that one. I'm worried that they kind of rushed him into it. Um, I wish they would have done. If they were going to do a trilogy, which they were planning, I would have liked to have seen him show up in the third one and then kind of plant the seeds in the second one. But it is what it is. But I'm interested because, like I said, Carnage can be a good foil for Venom. The 2005 movie called Venom was rated R, if that matters. What's that? Hey, I, I quite enjoy that one. It's, it's a horror movie. A group of teenagers fear for their lives in the swamps of Louisiana, chased by Mr. Jangles, a man possessed by 13 evil souls, and now relentless in his pursuit of new victims. It's, it's, it's cheesy fun. Um, I've actually watched it quite a few times. I own it. <laughs> so better than the... Uh, I enjoy that Venom much more than, than the uh, Tom Hardy Venom. <laughs> or I will watch The Upgrade, which is a better Venom movie than Venom. <laughs> Upgrade! It's almost the same thing. Uh, let's see here. And uh, it's a Sony movie, so AMC Theaters will, will be, still be able to play that one. <laughs> I um, did look up... So Universal... They have Fast 9 coming out, the new Jurassic Park, Minions, the new Halloween, Croods 2, Candyman. So, I mean, AMC is like, nope, we don't want your Jurassic Park. We don't want your Croods 2. <laughs> and that's the thing, is like AMC struggling. They should be taking every film. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Hobie story, a podcast love story should be put in mm-hmm. there. I mean, don't, don't try to make a, a power move when you're going bankrupt. <laughs> Now's not the time to get your morals going. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Jeff, I'm going to take this from you. I'm going to skip over some other news. Of the geek. Uh, we have box office news. It's time for box office bombs. Number one at the box office this week, the true history of the Kelly gang. Did nine thousand eight hundred and thirty nine dollars in five theaters? 
Number two, Resistance, which was number one last week, did $2,223. How much was a it, Dad? Drop off, a drop-off of 10%. <laughs> and those are all the movies that okay. were released this week. <laughs> Thank you, Ocala, Florida, for your uh, drive-in <laughs> box office results. I like that it, Resistance made $2,200 and was only down 10%. That is a huge... Yeah. That's got to be a record, right, for lack of drop-off from one week one to two? I mean, that's got to be a record. Might be. Well, there's... No, it won't be a record because some records go up after week Oh, that's true. That is true. Sorry. Uh, total Resistance has made $6,486. So, there you go. Uh, both of them are made by IFC Films. So. so the true history of the Kelly gang has done more in its one week than resistance did in its two. Tony from Salty Language, he's going to be joining us here for the end of this because it's his birthday and he decided to just annoy us. So there you go. Um, he's allowed to. Yes, that is true. Are we doing plot lines this week? Are we doing plot lines? No, it's, the, it's a porn movie. We don't do porn movies in plot lines. Is Hello. it a porn movie? You're on the air. It's a porn movie. Tony's here. Tony is here. Welcome, Tony. Uh, hey, guys. Hey. Happy, happy birthday. Happy oh, hey, birthday. Thanks. Preach. Pre. I was just like wondering if you guys were recording, and I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, shit. They texted me like a half hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tony, uh, just to let you know that we have Jeff here, intern Hackney. Hello. Uh, Hello. Blake. Uh, Jim. Me, obviously. And we got Brad from the Cinema Guys. We have two guests wow. this week. Two. Damn, it was a full... I just wanted to just call in and annoy you guys briefly. I'm, uh, I'm letting my new dog out right now so she can hopefully, you know, relieve her bladder before I go to bed. So I'm not getting up at 3 in the morning like I did this morning. You're going to bed? Yeah, I just want... Dude, I got to get up so early for work. It's, uh, it sucks. No. Because you are He's essential. essential. He is essential. Yes, I am essential, quote unquote. <laughs> uh, can you do your job from home? Uh, no, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Just asking. Just ask. Just asking. So. I mean, I wish I could. That'd be great. Uh, Tony, I'm going to ask you the same. I, I, I'm sorry. What? No, I was just curious as how the logistics would be if Tony did his job from home. Uh, uh, I, I was. <laughs> I would have to call people and let them know where to put particular pieces of glass, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of me actually doing it. Uh, well, Tony, we're actually finishing up. We're about ready to do our top five. Uh, oh, okay. Fair enough. Top five people to narrate your life. So I need you to get a list together because you're just going to do one, too. Um, Besides oh, Morgan okay. Freeman. Besides yes. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Naturally. Because everyone would put Morgan Freeman if you could get him. Um, real, everyone. Real quick, uh, Brad, since you're a guest here, too, um, I want you and Tony to figure out what do you think the plot line is for Sonic the Vagahog? I know it's a porn, but what do you think that is? Do you think the, car- the, the lady's dressed up as a hedgehog? Did you say Sonic the Badger Hog? No, Vage Hog. Vage Hog. Oh, Vage Hog. That makes more sense. Does it? I mean, no, it doesn't. But Does she dress up like one and go really fast? But that doesn't make any sense. That would be a terrible movie. Wouldn't he? Wouldn't 
he want to dress up fast and sex at the speed of Sonic? <laughs> but that wouldn't be good for anyone. No. <laughs> I'm assuming it's got to be a furry movie, right? I, I mean, I imagine. Do you think, uh, like, if he takes damage, just gold cock rings fly everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> now, is this, is this, are they going to look similar to Sonic before they went back and redid it? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> well, now I'm, now I'm interested in this. Hold on. I'm going to get you the title here. Get this here. Yeah, we got the title. That's the one thing we have. It won't. It keeps bringing up Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it won't get up Vagahog in Google here. Vagahog. Come on, let's do that. Let's see here. There we go. Uh, Found it in Google. There's a trailer on YouTube. Um, oh, that's fun. <laughs> oh well, so it won't be too explicit then. Uh, it's on. Hey Blake, this is for you. It's on Pornhub. Um, just to let you know. Uh, What's that? Jason, speaking to your microphone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is on uh, Pornhub, and there's a trailer on, uh, like I said, on YouTube. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, let me get the title here. Oh, my God, she is dressed up as Sonic. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. She's got a, no- uh, bl- so- a little nose and a uh, blue headpiece. Oh, God. So what you're saying is performance art. Yes. So, she's the Vag Hog then. <laughs> uh, oh my God, this is so bad. <laughs> so uh, is she hogging vages? So it's a lesbian movie. Uh, first off, it's from Lexi Luna. <laughs> Time out, Jim. Before you get into it, it's from the company that made that is uh, called Wood Rocket. It's the same folks that made films of uh, Fortnite into Fortnut. And uh, Apex Legends, the video game, into Ass Sex Legends. So, oh. Well, that one writes itself. <laughs> that one went straight to she, video. She does look like Sonic before they changed him, too. Just with, <laughs> just with breasts. So are Tails and Knuckles in this movie? Uh, some of the lines are, this is some of the lines. I haven't been wet since the Mario Kart accident. And <laughs> I want you to go knuckles deep in me. Oh God! <laughs> hey, Brad, can this you do this for your next Cinema Guys podcast? This is, this is frightening. <laughs> so, if you guys remember the point last week where I started drinking, yes, <laughs> this is it this week. <laughs> but I've replaced my bourbon. Clara. <laughs> Well, now you're getting rid of all that COVID stuff in you. <laughs> you gotta kill that COVID. I can't get sick. <laughs> oh my god! Just clean out those lungs. Um, you know what? I really like the line of "I want you to go knuckles deep in me." I think that's funny. I like that line. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That is a good line. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's do some top five here. Tony, thanks for joining us, yes, and thanks for making up a list on the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> this is from the Dip Man. Uh, besides Morgan Freeman, top five people to narrate your life. Uh, Brad, what would be number five for you? Number five would be Nicolas Cage. Oh, I didn't even think of him. 
there's a reason I didn't think of things. Time out. Uh, intern, do I have to do impressions for everyone? I yep. do. Oh, he okay. said yep. Yep. Brad Pick. Brad Pick's me, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I'm Nicholas Cage. <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay, I'm good. Uh, Jim, you're number five. My number five. Uh, let's see. J- let's see Jason do a Arlie Ermy impersonation. <laughs> what is your major malfunction, Jim? What are you doing? Get to get your shit together. I'm Arlie Ermy. <laughs> oh. oh. That that's a really young Arlie Ermy before he found his voice because he doesn't ever actually really sound like that. Well, it, 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 my voice is going to be sore by tomorrow after doing all these impressions. Hey, that's, drink some bleach. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take care of it. Uh, intern, what's yours? Uh, number five, I have Zach Braff as JD from Scrubs. Ah. Okay. Zach I'm a whi- I'm a whiny little. I'm a whiny little bitch. I hate this show. Okay. In a non-gay way. I love Zach Braff. Yeah, Zach Braff. Bra- uh, Blake, what do you got? Uh, my number five. I would like uh, uh, Mike Myers as either Austin Powers or Wayne. Shit. Either. Uh, <laughs> All you have to do is say yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> I like watching Brad's reaction down there going, what the fuck am I doing on the show? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Monday Wait, night, Brad, Brad has video. It's awesome. I haven't had video from Brad all show. It's epic. <laughs> uh, okay, Jeff, what's your number five? Are you uh, horny, baby? <laughs> Are you horny, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> if my so, number five is uh, Howard Finkel. Oh, the Fink, nice. <laughs> and new heavyweight champion, Jeff Now. There you go. There you go. Uh, Tony, what you got? Uh, I'm going to go James Earl Jones. Oh, that's a good one. Ray. 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 <laughs> Field of Dreams. <laughs> Baseball. At least baseball. 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 Oh, I guess I could, I guess I could have done Darth Vader. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Mufasa. The, the, plenty of choices. This is CNN. I mean, come on, they're all the Brad, for, Hey, Brad, for the live stream on Monday, can you just give me Star Wars characters? I can do impressions. I think your live stream would go up. I really do. <laughs> All right, I did uh, Jar Jar. That's all. You're going to be Jar Jar the whole time. Me so You have horny. to talk like Jar Jar. Me so horny. <laughs> I don't think he ever said I take, that. I take that back. So, so, Jason, you have to do the impression of your five, and we have to try to guess who it is. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll be here all night. <laughs> Will you stop? Will you stop? Will you stop? I'm a conspiracy nut. Jesse the <laughs> Body Ventura. Ventura's one of them. Who's the other oh. one that he did? He did it. Tony. 
Tony, who you got? Who who's oh, the geez. announcer for Jesse Ventura with Jesse Ventura? The announcer? Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, Gorilla yeah, Monsoon duh, and Jesse Ventura were my picks. Um I, this is a tough one. Oh dear God, I don't know how I'm going to do any of these. <laughs> my number four. Hey, it's me. How's it going? Go spirit squad. Go spirit. <laughs> Brad, another out. wrestler thing. No, no. Saturday Night Live. I got nothing. Will Ferrell. Uh, Will Ferrell is uh, one of the cheerleaders. Yeah, I think Will Ferrell could do, be fun because he could do different voices for me. So there you go. Now you would do. You would always do it from the Night at the Roxbury guys. What is love? <laughs> Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. What is love? Uh, Tony, what's your number four? Your head is not even close to being in sync. It's, it's just going around like in a circle. <laughs> Dancing on the screen. What do you got, Tony? What's your number four? The bleach uh, my, really my makes this four. tolerable. <laughs> I, I, I got to go Patrick Stewart. Well, Make it so, one. Tony. Make it so. Whoa, it's like I'm talking to a wolf. See? See? <laughs> Uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, my number four, I have Orson Welles. We named the slurred Rosebud. Oh, Lord. We'll sell the wine before it's time. That is so bad. <laughs> Brad, you're the movie guy. Did you feel like you were in Citizen Kane right there? <laughs> it was close. I, I, you just needed the hand rolling down oh. with, uh, with, uh, with the visual snow globes, and we would have been there. It would have okay. been transported okay. all the way. Uh, Blake, what's your number four? Oh, God, why did you do this? All right. Uh, number four, because I am an equal opportunist. I'm going to go with a woman to narrate my life in this selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stranger Than Fiction's Emma Thompson. The size of an orange. The saw. So- I-, I can't do that. <laughs> what? What, what the hell are you that? talking about? Is that even Emma Thompson? No, it's Michael Caine, but I don't know any other British. <laughs> You don't even know that British. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emma Thompson. <laughs> a sign of an orange. Ha You cheeky monkey. Tony, you need any help taking your dog out because I'll help you. I'll drive up there now. <laughs> I mean, if you want. I, mean, I, I, I already brought her in, but I can take her back out if you want. <laughs> oh, goodness. Jim, what's your number two or four? Did you skip Brian? Brian, what's your number four? Uh, Martin Sheen. From Platoon. I was thinking... Uh, oh, that's Charlie Sheen. Uh, oh. Tiger Blood. Charlie Sheen or Martin Sheen? Okay, Charlie, you uh, don't have Tiger Blood. Stop it. Just stop I, it. Uh, I, 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 I hope we did it for him. 
Both jeans. Both jeans. There, there you go. go. <laughs> uh, Jim, what's your number two or four? My number four, Patrick Warburton. Oh, that's uh, a good one. That is a good one. That is a good one. All signs point to yes. Sign photo. <laughs> as as the tick or as a uh, putty. Putty. Right tick. I was gonna go as Joe Swanson. Oh, there we go. <laughs> My legs don't work, Peter. They don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying the lines in your own voice is not an impression. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to do better on Brad. Brad, what do you got for number four? All right, number four. You should nail this one. Okay. The 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I almost became Richard Nixon. <laughs> You're fired. Put some Clorox in your body. It's fine. You're fired. <laughs> you didn't give us a fake news. <laughs> uh, Brad, what's your number three? Wait, wait, talk about you want Donald Trump to narrate your life? <laughs> no, I just wanted to hear you with the impression. I mean, that's worth it right there. <laughs> I don't think any of you fuckers are taking this seriously except Tony, and he just showed up. <laughs> uh, my list was written long before you, we made you do impressions. All right. This one, I want uh, – this would be fun to have this narrated by Pepe the King Prawn. <laughs> king Prawn? From Muppets. From the Muppets. Yeah, he's not oh. a shrimp. He's a king prong. Oh, okay. Yeah, prong. I'm a king. I'm a king. Yeah, I'm a king. Hey, Gonzo, get away. <laughs> Podcast gold out there, people. My impressions are top notch. This is embarrassing. I thought Pepe was here. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> See, this is why Tony's awesome. Brad and I, I just got done watching him up. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that almost had some sort of Hispanic twinge to it. It was close. It was I, think, close. I think Brad's doing difficult ones for me just so I lose my voice so I can't come on the live stream on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim, what's your number three? Dear God, can we get some duplicates on here? <laughs> No, I'm thinking about hobying these. <laughs> you get one. One per pick. Uh, number three. How about Wallace Shawn? Ah. Don't talk about Prince's Pride. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. I don't want to talk about Prince's Pride. Don't talk about it. I didn't, I didn't say James Corville. <laughs> <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did say that. <laughs> you got to give me, you know, the true master of impressions is somebody that doesn't go for the easy lines, like Ray. You know, I could have done Darth Vader, but I went with Ray. I mean, that, that's skill. <laughs> Blake, what's your number three? Uh, Brian again. <laughs> I'm coming back to Brian. Hold on. Blake, what's your number three? Uh, this is a, I would like, uh, Navin, Steve Martin from the jerk. David <laughs> Art John. <laughs> How far are you going to the edge of the fence? <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> I don't need anything. 
Just this dog. I don't need anything except this lamp. <laughs> and the dog. Urgh, I don't need the dog. It's this dog. <laughs> Paddle game. <laughs> Brian, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is John Rambo. <laughs> oh, I got this one. Uh, I got this one. Hold on. Let me get my. Okay. Let me get this. Stop. Do Statham. Do Statham and you might be close. Stop it. I can do Rambo. <laughs> yeah. When you do Statham, it sounds like Rambo. If I can change and you can change. That's Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> we can all blow up. Vietnam. We got it. Let's go. Let's go. I'm Rainbow. <laughs> wow. Al. Jeff, what's your number hey, three? Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, um, uh, my number three, I've got uh, George Takei. Oh, my. <laughs> that actually might be the best one I've done. <laughs> that was pretty solid. Time out. Brad just blinked a hundred times in that in that last second when I did. Oh, my. Did you did it feel like I was there, Brad? It did. I felt like it was. I was right there. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, oh, or I got something in my eye. One <laughs> uh, Tony, give me a number three here. Uh, I gotta go, with Sir David Attenborough. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Planet, Planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, he did the Planet Earth things on the BBC. The size of an orange. The size of an orange. Crankies. 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 Tony, was that close? Um, I mean, I, did you recently have a stroke? Or? <laughs> Jeff, can you replace Jason on Monday? <laughs> uh, what time on Monday? Because I do have to go back to work starting Monday. Uh, let me oh, let me do this one. Uh, my number three is because uh, she has a great voice. Uh, Leia Remini. I'm Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson. There you go. Got it. Good. Uh, and then <laughs> you want her from the movie Her to narrate your life. Yes. I like. I thought that was good. This is a good one. This is baseball now. Be ready. Okay. You know uh, the Colorado Rockies. They may not be a great team, but they're well, they're a well groomed team. They always keep their fingernails cleaned and polished. Vince Scully. There you go, Vince Scully. <laughs> see, see. Now you're. Now I'm hitting the groove. Unfortunately, we're at the end. Uh, Tony, what's your number two? My number two? Jeez. Uh, I didn't know it was coming back to me so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get some drinks here. Whew. I already had one. <laughs> you missed out on that boat. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, shit, I'm going to go. Let's, let's go Jackie Chan. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I Brian, hear this. Reach out. <laughs> <laughs> Brian had to turn off the camera. <laughs> Don't you know you never touch another black man's radio? Don't you know that? That's Chris Tucker. That's Chris totally Tucker. Chris Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Jackie Chan did that movie in blackface. <laughs> Okay. 
I feel like Michael Scott on The Office. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what's your number two? Oh, we're to me? Yeah. Uh, my number two. Oh, God. I, I apologize to everyone for this. I didn't know Jason was going to be doing impressions. But my number two, I have singing my life story is Annie Lennox. <laughs> 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 what did Annie Lennox do? How about sweet dreams? Sweet dreams are made of. Nope, that. that. Well, that's the right song, at least. Yeah, it's the right song. That's Marilyn Manson. Oh. <laughs> uh, Brian, what's your number two? Good love God, get uh, the fuck through this. Like this time. <laughs> Yay, Jesus. Uh, number two, another softball for you, Kevin James. Really, what's your number two? <laughs> that fucking hack, Kevin James. Fuck him. What do you got for two, Blake? You have the mask to do, Kevin James. All right, my, number, my number two would be uh, Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. You're so uh, drunk, you're seeing two of me. I got one for each of ya. Jesus. <laughs> Is that your number one? You want Jesus to narrate your life? No. no. What's the deal with crucifixes? I don't get it. Why is there why does everyone carry one around? We didn't say Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, I thought that was Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Willem Dafoe in uh, Last Temptation of Christ. That's right. Jim, what's your number two? For the love of God, get me out uh, of this. How about Christoph Waltz? Oh. Can you throw a little German uh, tinge to your voice? Why did you take the bus? <laughs> take the bus. <laughs> Are you hiding anyone? Are say you macho man? Go to the showers. He didn't say <laughs> macho man Grover? after eating Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Sounds like Grover. Here, <laughs> far. <laughs> now, to my credit, I'm now on like eight tw- number twenty-eight of my impressions. My voices may not be as strong now. <laughs> well, actually, I figured they would get better though. Scratch you, your throat got. One impression ago, you said you were hitting your groove. Brad, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's your number two? All right, you ready for this one? I know. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> you get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. <laughs> but you have to pay taxes. Sorry, bitches. <laughs> And I'm rich. I'm rich, bitch. <coughs> I'm worth billions. Buy Weight Watchers. <laughs> okay, what's your number one? Brad, number one. My number one? Yeah. My number one is uh, Johnny Ive. Who? You know who he is. He is, uh, he is, he works for Apple. He's one of the heads of Apple. He always narrates all of their, like, product videos. He says, oh. Aluminium. Oh, aluminium. aluminium. I'm John Oz. Size of an orange. 
<laughs> Close. It almost you you almost nailed it. I think I did. I think I got that one. I felt good on that. I felt good. I kinda wanna get rid of my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we were doing a really good show until Tony showed up. Uh, I am the ruiner of everything. I thought the show got better. Uh, I'm now I'm now happy I came on. <laughs> Before I was like, why, why did I agree to this? <laughs> Jim, what's your number one? Uh, I can't wait. After my number one, I can't wait to have to do all of my list of honorable mentions. No, no. <laughs> Okay, my number one is Frank Oz slipping between Yoda and Fozzie Bear. Oh, like this is going to be difficult because I can't distinguish either. Uh, <laughs> Jim, you must pour the beer beer first. Pour. Damn it, let me start that over. Okay. <laughs> Jim, as a bartender, beer, pour first. Waka, waka, waka. Waka, waka, waka. There we go. Get my arms up. Brad, are you okay? Did you just have a stroke? Because you look like... No, no, I'm fine. Okay. I hate you all. I fucking hate you all. Uh, I was just reading some of the the Twitter. They're blowing up about this universal AMC thing. (laughs) (laughs) Blake, what's your number one? Get me out of this thing. Get me out of here. Oh, Boy, here you go, Jason. My number one from Better Off Dead, Ye Suk Ree. Learned English watching Howard Cosell. I couldn't top that. No way. You gotta try it, you bastard. I can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just do your Howard Cosell impersonation. What's it? No, that's Seinfeld. <laughs> Back to Seinfeld. <laughs> the wide world of sports. There you go. That's mine. Good job, Jeff. Ladies Edwards. Brian, what's my number one? What's your number one? Uh. Number one, Sam Elliott. Oh, good one. Good one. Good dude. That was my number one, but I decided to put Frank Oz to make Jason say it. <laughs> Wise choice. <laughs> Intern Hackney came up to the Hobie Studios not knowing what he was in for. Little did he know that it would change his life forever. I'm Sam Elliott. <laughs> I don't think that was horrible. It, it was better than a lot of the horrible. other ones. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Jeff, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is Gilbert Gottfried. Hey, <laughs> 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 <Hi> guys. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know any of his jokes. <laughs> I'm on the roast. Tony, help me out. Finish this shit up. What's your number one? Do you guys remember the Micro Machine Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the world's fastest talker? <laughs> that would be him. Okay, okay. Hold on. Let me get a drink. Let me get 
Okay. We got Tony over here. We got Jeff over here. We got Brian over here as the intern. Yes, he is. We got Blake over here. We got Jim over there in a tunnel over there, it sounds like. We got Brad, who's crying and debating why he even showed up on the show. Jason's going to be on the live stream on Monday, so check it out on Cinema Guys podcast. <laughs> Not bad. His name, yeah, his name is John Machida Jr. Oh, sorry. I'm John Machida. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be my best one. Just talk fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kind of reminds me of Number one is my number one. You can you can go and get a beer with me. I can sing and dance and talk some good sports with you. Cranky Hugh Jackman. There you go. Hugh Jack- Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> naturally. <laughs> naturally. <laughs> It's not that he sounded like Hugh Jackman. It's just that you can go get a beer with him and he sings Same. and dances. Okay. So my vocal cords are tired. Uh, so the the picks from our Facebook page we will be doing next week. Listener <laughs> feedback. So we don't have a three-hour uh, long show. Good. Honorable mention, I had Boris Karloff. Huh. I, had, uh, I, I had Samuel Jackson. Alan Rickman uh, and Holly Hunter. <laughs> Holly Hunter would be a good one. I like that one. I had the uh, the slap chop guy. Vince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jim, wow. You're gonna love my nuts. <laughs> and um, Frank Caliendo. Uh, okay. Blake, did you have any honorable mentions? I had uh, I had Billy Crystal. Mm. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. Eddie Murphy's good. good. Uh, Brad, I, I, Harrison Ford and, uh, you know, Lando Calrissian himself. Uh, d- uh, Glover as Lando or Billy D. Williams as Lando? We, we need Billy D. Williams with Colt 45. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Tony, did you have, Tony, did you have any honorable mentions? Uh, I mean... I just threw this list off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go Chris Berman. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he could. Chris, go. Chris oh, Berman. Oh, what? Uh, real quick before we get out of here, thanks for listening, if everybody's still listening. Uh, I apologize. Um, <laughs> let's see here. We have titles for the show. We have to pick a title. Um, <clears throat> was that, Jim? Oh. I got a few. Go ahead, Jim. Uh, uh, it's still not canceled. <laughs> we okay. named the Sad Rosebud. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I, I, back I, I, to the studio. Let there be colon. <laughs> I, I want you to go knuckles deep. <laughs> yeah, knuckles deep was on mine. <laughs> yeah, I had knuckles deep also. Crankies. <laughs> Crankies I had also. <laughs> and... And did he recently have a stroke? <laughs> I had that one as well. <laughs> Anything else, intern? Uh, I had the size of an orange. I had that one. Uh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? I don't think Apple will let us do that. Uh, Jackie Chan and blackface. <laughs> Uh, wow. um, the bleach makes it tolerable. I had that one. 
knuckles deep. And we're not going to get approved for our small business association loan after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brad, you have a Facebook page. Have you been told that you can't? And so have you, Tony, salty language. Uh, Did you guys get um, things by Facebook that you can apply for a small business loan? I don't know if I have. Yeah. Hobie did. (laughs) Nice. I got it of all people. Yeah, I'm about to say, I didn't even see it. I saw Brian's uh, forward. Did you apply? I had to, I'm I'm deferring to the group. I mean, I'll see what we can get. (laughs) I mean, we can end up with Ruth Chris money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ruth Chris money is (laughs) up. In other news, we did get approved, and somehow Cinema Guys is now owned by Hobie. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, well. A subsidiary of Hobie. And, hey, uh, and finally, so finally, we, finally we start making money, then. That's right. IOUs, but... <laughs> and, Tony, I just bought your dog with our small business loan. I know you just got her, but sorry. <laughs> We're done. Oh, shit. I mean, you know... It's like Million Dollar Man says. Everyone has a price. I want all the money. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you just do a Kevin Spacey? Brad? <laughs> hey, Bridget. Oh. What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> That's it. I'm going on Tony's show next week. Tony, I'm going, I get respect on your show. No, he doesn't. <laughs> You've met Brian, right? I don't. I don't have to rein it in as much on your show as I do on mine. <laughs> oh shit! I got to rein it in on Monday. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, what's your titles, real quick? Uh, Ruth Chris Money, uh, Jason's impersonations, Size of an Orange, Crankies, uh, The Bleach Makes It Tolerable, Knuckles Deep. It's still not canceled. Uh, Badger Hog. It was a movie. Uh, he sleeps a lot these days. Uh, his penis is a robot. And rapiest bond yet. You see what you missed out on, Tony? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like I miss out on a whole bunch of good stuff. I still think you should go Jackie Chan in blackface. No, stop it. Through. Stop it. Uh, I got Knuckles Deep. Uh, I thought that was a coma. Uh, I'm on a rowboat. Hitting your groove. We named the sled Rosebud. And that's all I got. So we're going to defer to Brad and uh, Tony to pick uh, since they're the guests. Brad, what do you got? What do you think? Well, since you won't go with the one I said, I, I think you should go knuckles deep. Tony? That's Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. It seems to be the unanimous one almost. Change approved. <laughs> <laughs> knuckles <Yeah>. deep. Change approved. <laughs> Brad, tell us where the fuck we can find you at. <laughs> After this, nowhere. (laughs) I've already deleted our page. We we don't exist anymore. (laughs) But if you do like us up, we're at wearethecinemaguys.com. Tony, where the fuck can we find you at? (laughs) Besides Uh, your front yard. Yeah, for sure. Definitely be in the front yard. (laughs) Uh, Saltylanguage.com. That's where you can find me at. Oh, thank you guys for coming on the show. It was a good time, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, thanks <laughs> for letting me just time. call in and interrupt everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still waiting for Brad to do a joke on us. I'm waiting for him to call in, but he hasn't yet. So 
Brad. Those darn kids, man. Yeah, every Tuesday, at least until the quarantine is over or we're dead, uh, you can call in. So anybody can call in um, on our show. We're not picking. Well, the quarantine's over this, Monday, Jason. So. This one, this one was part of the joke, but that's why it was only one piece of it. So I had to pull it out this week. You know, you pulling out a picture of Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey with his mouth cut out, is quite the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That oh, is really the, sorry I missed that. That is the worst. Yeah, for some reason, I've got no video on Brad, so I'm going to have to watch it when it's released. <laughs> that might be the worst glory hole ever. Ever. Or best. Not, not for Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wait, is that the title not for Kevin Spacey? No. <laughs> you, can, you can probably still go Knuckles. <laughs> anyway. really got deep, though. I have so much stuff that I've written down that we didn't get to this week either. <laughs> you know what? Next week. Tease it, Brian. Tease it. That, next week we won't get to it either. So keep there's, it there's always next week. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, next week we'll I'll have to see because uh, Pastor Kenneth is holding his first uh, drive through service this Sunday. Oh, Kenneth Copeland? Yeah. Ah, so. Drive through service, didn't he cure COVID already? Jeez. So in the video where they're announcing the drive through service, um, the guy's outside and you hear a distinct wind or blowing sound. So I've I've got I've got a tweet out to these guys finding out if it's actually the wind or if it's Kenneth behind the camera just blowing COVID away from him. <laughs> I mean it is invisible, so it would it's be the wind of God. COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your at broke ass home. And then uh, for next week, I'll, uh, I'll save the, uh, the MyPillow guy. Um, his memoirs just came out. Oh. <laughs> Is that interesting so, enough to write a book on? <laughs> um, so the, t- the title of his memoirs are What Are the Odds? From crack, ad- crack Addict to CEO. Oh, okay. Ironically, Tony's is the same uh, title. It's true. It reminds you all the way around. CEO to Crack Addict, yeah. <laughs> uh, bad idea of the week, just this episode. Number 710. Just this fucking episode. <laughs> You assholes. There are six of you. Wait a minute. Three, four, six of you. And you all fuckers had different uh, people on your list. <laughs> you assholes. I am surprised there wasn't much. Uh, oh, you know those lists changed as we went. I had, I had like 27 people written down. <laughs> I hate you all. I, I literally have a sore throat. My list didn't change, and no one picked anyone from my list. I, was... I literally have a sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Roger. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta watch the finale of Oak Island tonight. I recorded it, so. Okay, Roger says goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. You are listening to a hobby.